Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily. Thanks to Shreyas Lada for his first visit with us about KU. Nice job there by Shreyas. You can go back and listen to that kfhradio.com. Congratulations to Scott for winning those final pair of hockey tickets to see the NHL preseason game at Interest Bank Arena next weekend. Uh, all right, Tommy, let's look ahead to tonight's game. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm, man, I... That Fox in their pregame did, I think Aaron Andrews interviewed Aaron Rodgers and they, they you know, did it up with all the music. I, and I was like, I was finding myself, get, and I don't watch Hard Knocks, so maybe everyone's been like this for a little while, but I'm finding myself like getting more and more hyped up for this. I'm so excited for the Jets. The Bills are an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills tonight here just because... If there is an offensive line issue early in the year, I think the Bills, that's, this is going to be a problem for the Jets. If you watch the Cowboys last night and what they did to the Giants' offensive line, boy, there is a lot of pressure on this Jets O-line, and that's been a story. And the Bills are going to get after it, you know, rushing the passer two a little bit. I, I like the Bills. I, I'm so intrigued by this Aaron Rodgers storyline. The Jets' schedule is brutal. This is this is going to be fascinating to see how quickly they can get out of the gates. I've said since the summer, I think it'll be a little slow out of the gates, and then they're going to really be good by the end of the year. What do we? I I, I don't know. What are you thinking on this? Because the Bills look, the Bills have been the least talked about. I think yeah. great team in the NFL, and I imagine that they're ready to play a football game pretty badly. You know what? Like I, I've been very open about it for a long time. I'm all in on the Jets. Uh, and I'm going to double down on that because uh, some of my other picks from the weekend were um, not very good, uh, including the Seahawks and the Giants. I mean, I, I feel like they were both um, playoff teams and, and now I'm not so sure. Um, so I'm I'm all in on the Jets. And, you know, I, I think the fact that they have embraced this mentality of it's Super Bowl or bust, it, it's either going to be incredible for the Jets or it's going to be a massive disappointment. There is no in between. I, I feel like for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and the fact that they've loaded up for him for this season. That being said, out of the teams that have been historically dominant in the AFC for the last three or four years, the Bills are the last one standing after you know Week One, and and they've got the opportunity to be the last one standing after Week One. The Chiefs lost, and the Bengals lost. And then really, it's the Buffalo Bills, historically speaking, as the class of that conference, right? So I think that you are right in the thought that they have not been discussed and talked about 
as much as maybe they should have been throughout the offseason. But it's really because all eyes were on the Jets and what they were doing, bringing in Aaron Rodgers and then signing Dalvin Cook and then the additions at wide receiver. Plus, they still have Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, who was a, a fantastic rookie a, a season ago. That being said, though, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm still all in on the Jets. Um, knowing how brutal their schedule is to start off the season, they've got to win this game at home to kick off the season. They, they just have to. If they want to have a chance to win that division, it really starts in week one with the divisional matchup, knowing the Dolphins have already got a victory. They're already 1-0 in that division, and you've got a really tough schedule moving forward. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, they've got to win this opening game. The Patriots looked respectable, too. Um, I think against the Eagles, that was a very close game. It is, and this is, it's, I've, I've had a hard time with this because like people that are very predictive and, and like do it for a living, they do look at the schedule and try to guess like outcomes of games. Whereas I think for us and for most people, it's like, yeah, I'm, I love the thought of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, but it is a tough road. And, and so like, can we, can they hammer it out? And of course, Rodgers can. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's just how quickly can they do it? Brees Hall looks like he'll be good to go tonight. I suspect that the Jets would like to run the ball a little bit uh, against Buffalo to take the pressure off of that offensive line. You know, I don't know how equipped their weaponry is to be a quick strike offense. I have no idea. I know Garrett Wilson's one of my favorite players. Like, I love Garrett Wilson this year, and I think he's going to be great. But, you know, is Aaron Rodgers going to have time to get him downfield and all of these things? But I, I think tonight, Tommy, it's as much about the Bills. I, everyone's going to look and watch Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. It's been the number one story of the offseason. The Bills have been forgotten about in a lot of ways. Like, the Bills might be the best team in football. That's not, a, that's not an overstatement at all, especially when we look at the top end of the league and what we've seen like, the Bills are still there. They haven't gotten over that hump. They've been so close. Like, they're right there. And Steph Diggs is there, and that's behind them, and they feel good about James Cook. And, you know, you got Josh Allen, who was fantastic last year. Like, the Bills are a great team, and nobody's talking about them. And, and I think they probably noticed that a little bit. You know, Josh Allen and Steph Diggs certainly feel like they're wired that kind of way. Like, hey, you know, don't forget about us here. We're still the top dogs, and we're well, still Sean the McDermott. cream. That, that's the Sean crop. McDermott too. I mean, he he's a he's got that workman like attitude, right? Where it's you know go in and just handle your business and do your thing. And I think that there's a part of the Bills, and probably a part of Sean McDermott also, that kind of likes the fact that all the attention is going to Aaron Rodgers and the Jets because it allows them to just kind of go to work. It allows them to just kind of do their thing. And you know, so believe me, as soon as Aaron Rodgers signed where was traded to the Jets joined that organization as soon as Dalvin Cook signed with the organization as soon as they added more skill position players as soon as the Jets ended up on hard knocks when all of those things happened you better believe that the Buffalo Bills circled that opening game on their calendar like okay all the attention the media the spotlight all of it is in New York and it usually is with that media and all of that but especially now with the talent that's been assembled in New York and Super Bowl or bust and, and all of that, you better believe that the Buffalo Bills said, you, like, okay, that's great. Take all the attention, take the spotlight, take all of it, and we're just going to come into town in week one and we're going to beat you. 
And so it's good. It should be, at least in my mind, a heavyweight matchup tonight for Monday Night Football. I don't think that there could be a better matchup to wrap up week number one. Again, I'm all in on the Jets. I think that they are going to win the division. I picked them to win the division. I think that they are going to, um, you know, go at least win one playoff game. I don't think that they're going to go any further than that, but I'm all in on them. I think they win this game, but man, it should be a a blow-by-blow heavyweight bout between these two teams. Yeah, I don't really care as much about them winning the division as just getting there, because I think if they get there, they become very, very, very dangerous. Uh, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's cold weather, it's all those things. That That's the thing for me is can they can they get up to speed quick enough just to make sure they get there? Because Miami, you know, I don't know how good Miami's going to be. That was, that was an impressive offense performance yesterday, but not defensive. You know, it, it, so... Who's going to be there? The Chiefs are going to be there, we know. Cincinnati struggled, but we're pretty certain Cincinnati will be there. Baltimore looked good. They played Houston. So, you know, the Jets could be the sixth or seventh best team and be fine. And I think that, like, for me, that's what I'm looking at. If they can beat the Bills tonight, then I think we can go more to your, like, maybe they are good enough to win this division. I just, I think that that's, I think that that might be a little much early, but this is Aaron Rodgers, right? Is this Aaron Rodgers two years ago? Is this Aaron Rodgers last year? Is it somewhere in between? How quickly can Brees Hall bounce back and them have a dynamic running game? And does this offensive line hold up? I, You know, we all believe in their defense. Their defense should be great. One of the best in the league. It's just, how can they protect enough? Can they block enough to make this work? Because if they can, I think you're right. I think they can, they'll be in the mix with everybody in the AFC. But if that struggles early, I think it may take a little time, and we'll see. I, I love this matchup. I love that it's Monday Night Football. You know, we didn't get the primetime matchup last night that we'd hoped for. The Cowboys just crushed. We got a great game on Thursday night. Hopefully, we get it. Let's talk about the Cowboys a little bit, Tommy, as we continue through the NFL. I I, I don't remember if I said it here or if I said it on a weekend CBS Sports Show but I'll, I'll just say it again because I can't remember. I think that the Cowboys, because people, you know, Vegas was kind of in on the Cowboys this year, and I just am not a Mike McCarthy guy, but my thought has been for a while, if this is truly a special, like, best defense in the league, one of the better defenses we've seen, like, if they can play that absolute highest level of defense, they that that's the only way I could see them having a chance here. And I still believe that. And obviously they played that way last night. But I will say, and I, and again, I'm not a Mike McCarthy guy, but he's sort of taken on the bet on yourself mentality here, calling the plays. I do think, and this has always been my problem with Kellen Moore, as much as I like Kellen Moore as like an, a, a brain for football, and I love that he landed in L.A., he was not a good fit for Dak because Dak is not a downfield thrower like that. He's not accurate enough. And so, you know, unless guys are running wide open, which was a thing when Dak was a little more mobile, but not as much anymore, like throwing the ball down the field like that never fit for Dak. To me, last night Dak was put in a much better position to be successful and not make mistakes and, you know, add, you know, add those things that you like, and his tight ends were dropping passes and all this stuff. I will say that through one week, and it's one week, the way that Mike McCarthy used Dak made more sense than what we've seen Dak be used in the last couple of years. 
you know, everybody after the game, all they talked about was how dominant and elite the Cowboys defense was. And, and they were right. Like they've got Micah Parsons and, and, and crew around him. They looked fantastic. The fact that the Cowboys offensively didn't score a touchdown until the 26th point of the game. I mean, is is insane. It's remarkable. And that was special teams also, but yeah, the, the defense is absolutely elite, but I actually look at something else and it kind of touches on what, what you mentioned that offense for the Cowboys. It was addition by subtraction in two areas. Kellen Moore out the door, Ezekiel Elliott out the door, the running game, looked significantly better without Ezekiel Elliott as the lead back. Tony Pollard looked good. Rico Dowdle, I thought, was a nice change of pace back also. Deuce Vaughn got a little bit of action towards the very end of the game. But I feel like not having Kellen Moore calling the plays and not having Ezekiel Elliott, and there's an ex- there was an expectation, I think, that with Elliott on the team and with the contract that he had, that you have to use him and you have to use him as kind of the bell cow running back. It ultimately hurt the offense, I think, for the Cowboys. But man, with Mike McCarthy calling the plays and being free of having to give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott multiple times a game, I thought offensively, they looked so much more free and just able to do things that they probably wanted to do for a long time. So yeah, the the defense is elite, but also having those two guys, Kellen Moore and Ezekiel Elliott, no longer part of the organization I thought helped them out offensively big time I, well I, I sort of agree with you the reason that that run game looked like it did is because for the first time in a couple of years you saw a healthy Cowboys offensive line almost they were still missing a starter by the way but you're talking about a line that has two hall of famers on it right in Zach Martin and Tyron Smith those guys haven't been healthy together like for a sustained amount of time for a little while and so they, they were still missing. If the offensive line can stay healthy, I don't care who the back is. They're going to look good. I actually think Zeke would help this team. I, I still think, you know, and Deuce Vaughn got in there behind sort of a backup offensive line. So it's kind of hard yeah. to evaluate that. I wish he would have got in just a little bit earlier because the, Turpin is an interesting player. Turpin is not a, he looks smaller than Deuce Vaughn out there. Turpin's not that. That's that's not it for him. Dowdle. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, they, I think his nickname's like the bull. Like, that's what they need. They need just a smasher. And they're going to have to be really careful with Tony Pollard in that, you know, a lot rides on him. But that line, Tommy, is good. And they looked really good. And they're healthy ish right now, healthier than they have been. Zeke would look good behind that line still because Zeke gets to the hole. But, Oh yeah, Woody? yeah. They, I mean, he, he, he didn't have a great debut for the year, Patriots yesterday. Fumbled the ball and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah just, but he, what I'm saying, and I say good, I say good, good, good's relative. Like he, he could be a four yard plus an average carrier behind a good offensive line because he's decisive and he's always moving forward. That's what one of these young guys is going to have to show that they can do that. Just get to a hole quickly and move forward because that I, I don't know that I think the Cowboys are going to be this offense that like what Kellen Moore wanted them to be just didn't fit the personnel what Kellen Moore wanted them to be like you'll see that in LA this year with a quarterback who can just launch missiles on the money down the field with dynamic like just watch how good LA's offense is this year that's what like Kellen Moore is not a bad offensive coordinator he was a bad fit for Dallas for a long time because it just didn't fit the it just didn't fit 
right? Like Dak's not an accurate downfield throw. He never has been. The other thing I noticed too with Mike McCarthy calling the plays last night, and, and granted, it's really easy to be happy when you're up 26 nothing at halftime and yeah. you win 40 nothing. But Mike McCarthy looked happier than I've ever seen him as the head coach of the Cowboys last night. Again, yeah. it's easy when you're winning by that margin. But, man, I watched him going off the field at halftime, like big old smile on his face. And, like, I don't know, Mike McCarthy, to me, throughout the entire time he's been an NFL head coach, has perfected the sour look, right? Like just unhappy, you know, kind of guy. For good reason. And it, it makes me wonder, and I know you're not a you're not a Mike McCarthy believer, but it makes me wonder if he's calling the plays this season with the personnel they have, with Dan Quinn doing the, you know running the defense and, Best and, and the personnel move there. They could have made was getting Dan Quinn back. That that maybe I mean maybe Mike McCarthy it could work. Is so, that, the guy. so that's my point. That's my point. I'm not a Mike McCarthy guy. It's this weird. It's been this weird dynamic as a Cowboys fan because I didn't think personnel wise. They added enough to, like, put them over the edge. But they're healthier, and that matters, right? Dan Quinn was the most important offseason move they could have made, for sure. Micah Parsons might be the best defensive player in football. He is just incredible to watch play football. All that to the side. I like Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator. I did not like Kellen Moore in Dallas. It did not—it never made sense to me. I'm not a Mike McCarthy guy. He's shown us 8 billion times— like, as far as, like, in-game general, he ain't the best. Not even close. But th there absolutely is this way that he has a grasp of, like, here's what we have to do offensively with what we have. And maybe that works. I, that's that's my big, you know, sort of takeaway is, is this sustainable for them? Because clearly the game got away from the Giants last night. I mean, that it's sort of hard to evaluate it. But if Mike McCarthy has this better understanding, right, of the way to use Dak Prescott, that's where I start to wonder, like, okay, maybe Dallas could hang. Like, could Dallas be up there with San Fran? And we, we get to see the Cowboys and Niners play in week five. Cannot wait for that game. But could it be, even with, you know, like, I, I really like Kellen Moore in general. Just didn't like him with Dallas. He moves on. Don't like Mike McCarthy. But all this has made the Cowboys better in this weird way because it just – Mike McCarthy, I think, just has a better, you know, understanding of what Dak Prescott is at this point in his career. And if he's not running, he's interesting but not what he used to be. What can he do? Well, if those tight ends will catch the ball, you throw yeah. you throw short to intermediate passes. You let him run occasionally and take a few shots because the Cowboys do. And I get it from Kellen Moore's perspective, right? Michael Gallup is a good deep ball guy. Uh, CeeDee Lamb's as good a receiver as there is in football. So I get wanting to take, but that's not Dak. Like he's not, you, you've got to get those guys wide open as they did on a couple of plays last night. And just take a play action shot once or twice a game because just like I don't know, it's it's almost like the Cowboys for a while didn't watch Dak play football ever in his whole life to know that like him throwing the ball 20, 25 yards down the field. That's why he had so many interceptions. Like it's not what he does. That's not what he's good at. And so yeah. I, I'm very curious to see if it's sustainable. Because you if mentioned, it is, Tommy, they're absolutely yeah. a Super Bowl contender. You mentioned watching what Kellen Moore does with the Chargers, and I think you're right. Uh, I think that we're going to see 
Justin Herbert air the ball out a lot more than in the past. And, and he did that to an extent yesterday for sure. That being said, the Chargers have a lot more issues than than that. Sure. Uh, you know, defensively. And, and again, I know that the Dolphins have a significant amount of weapons and Tyreek Hill went off they got yesterday. One. <laughs> I mean, but they've got they've got Jalen Waddle and no, and I know. Tua, I'm just saying they've got Tua looks one phenomenal, that... but they've got a lot. Yeah. The Chargers have a lot more issues than you know Kellen Moore coming in as offensive coordinator. I think that's the least of the. I mean, I don't even think that's a concern at all. I think he'll do really. It's well. It's not a concern. It's going to help their offense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but defensively, man, they they've got some issues, and I don't. Th- I know we haven't talked much about the division outside of the Chiefs yesterday, but. Um, it doesn't matter. I don't feel like who the head coach is. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It doesn't matter who the players are. The Chargers are going to charger. They're going to do what they do. That they're going to, you know, it's hard to trust them because they're they're going to have all of all of these expectations and a ton of talent, and then they're going to lose in in week one uh, against the Dolphins. So. Um, they've got some issues defensively. That penalty on J.C. Jackson was one of the worst penalties that I've ever seen a player do. It set up a isn't, field goal for the Dolphins, and then they Brandon lose by two Staley points. Isn't Brandon Staley supposed to be this defensive whiz? Supposed to Why be. Why is he still there? Like, I— I don't know. If they're not good defensively, why is he still there? I, I, it is so strange. Because, you know, you know his then, in-game stuff has been <laughs> well-documented how bad he's been yeah. in-game. But they're like he's a defensive guy. Like what? What if he's not got a good defense? Why is he there? Oh, and by the way, if we also want to talk about the division, it's good to see Sean Payton has everything fixed in Denver. And I say that sarcastically because it was not good for the Broncos. Uh, and after everything that Sean Payton talked about over the course of the off season, the Broncos put up 16 points in the opener against the Raiders. There's there's a talent issue. They got to get Jerry Judy back. I'm I'm not I'm not going to make any bold predictions with Denver yet. Uh, but you know the Chargers. I'll tell you this with the Chargers, the Chargers, the Chiefs. I already have made bets because I, the Chiefs are under a field goal. By the way, which never happens. Uh, so you know that's out there. The Cowboys. We haven't seen the Jets. Boy, if that offense, the Cowboys line right now is at three. Tommy, if the Jets' offensive line struggles tonight. That line, I'll bet you, will jump to at least five. Uh, before. So I've already done that, and I already took the Chargers, too, as well against the Titans. Like, I already, because that's only like a field goal game, too. So, like, I'm a, I'm a bounce back to the reality kind of guy. I'm either going to, like, dig my hole deeper or feel better about the way I thought this season might go after another week of betting. Ooh, it was rough yesterday. Uh, it was great in college football, though. Let's come back. Uh, we will look else around the sports world. Some injuries uh, to pay attention to, I think, as well, that we're getting some news on. That's all coming next on Sports Stadium. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 